You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Breathe, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! Alright, welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is a show where we talk about everything and anything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And it's been a crazy week so far. Everything going a little out of control. Okay, for many years you had shorts coming in and basically, you know, suppressing stocks you know they they figure you know that maybe the company's overvalued so you're you're allowed to go short it and in some cases you know the shorts they got a little creative in their efforts um and basically the tables kind of turned uh yesterday or over the past couple of days anyway um you, you had companies like GameStop uh, AMC, um, Virgin Galactic, iRobot, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, what else? A National Beverage, Lagarde Farmer. All these companies, they were suppressed. Their short interest is ridiculous. Okay, anywhere from f- from 50 to 75% short interest on uh, GameStop is 250-something percent short interest. And then you have uh, uh, Lagarde, which is 106% short interest. What wound up happening, okay, you had a, uh, a movement of sorts, okay, where you had people posting on Reddit and gathering together and going in and basically buying these stocks and pushing them up 10, 15, 20, 30, 50%, you know, in, in a matter of hours. And what, what wound up happening here, it, it becomes very interesting because, you, you look, you have laws in place, okay? Granted, anyone can go and buy anything and do certain things as long as you're not touting and promoting. See, that's the thing with Reddit. Um, you you got to kind of look at that. You know, you had people that went and they got into a lot of trouble, you know, touting cryptocurrency, touting penny stocks. And if they profited from it, you know, it became a problem. See here, it's, it's, it's somewhat, it's the same, but different. You, you look at the penny stock world, you have stock promoters all over the place. A lot of uh, things transpire. A lot of people go to jail. Things happen. Okay. In this instance, yesterday, what wound up happening, you had, um, you had, individual investors going out and they just got, I guess they just got tired of, of things. Maybe, you know, someone that uh, one of the powers that, that be got involved and kind of pushed the envelope a little bit. You had some people posting and, and tweeting things out, prominent people tweeting things out, basically, you know, starting the ball rolling. The, the problem with that is that, you know, it, it border, borderline stock promotion, uh, potentially. In the eyes of the law, right? You're promoting, you're pushing for something to happen. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, is it any different than what the short sellers have been doing for years? You know, I'm, I'm not the judge and jury on this, but I'm just looking at what is what is happening right in front of our eyes. Um, 
if this was any other situation, the SEC would be knocking on doors pretty quickly, you know, because these are individual investors, you know, it's just, again, it's just different, I guess, until I, I know, I'm sure this is going to spark some sort of investigation. Uh, I'm sure that you have the people that bought this, these stocks and you had prominent people that bought these stocks, you know, maybe six months ago and they made large investments in all these companies. And now you had, you know, I forget who it was that they made a $12 million investment in one of these companies. I think it may have been GameStop, $12 million investment, which is now worth a half a billion. Okay. And a matter of what, a day or two. Um, so, you know, I'm sure they're going to look at it and they're going to see what's going on. You know, I mean, there are regulations in place. Um, yeah, I mean, they, this pushed a short squeeze, a short squeeze. Okay. And there was a company, Melvin Capital. Okay. A firm, a short seller, you know, they went in, they got, they hit a wall. They hit a wall, and then Stephen Cohen and uh, Ken Griffin, they had to go bail the guy out, what, $2.89 billion just to keep his his firm alive. Um, and Stephen Cohen just bought the Mets, so does he have that money to sh- push around? Yeah, I guess he, he'll forego a couple of uh, Picassos, right, and he'll get it done. But the, the bottom line is, is that there's a big – I mean, you, you have individual investors, you have institutions, you have professional short sellers. The difference between the two is that is the capital reserves. You may be able to do a thing for a day or two. Okay, if the short sellers can survive, what's going to wind up happening is that, that, sh- that temporary short squeeze could potentially be a larger squeeze, a larger profit margins for the short seller, because if they can wait it out, they're, they're, they're shorting, they'll, they can go short on the way up and then just kind of, you know, hold everything there. You know, I, there, there's so many different scenarios that can happen. All I know is that to deal with a, a situation this large, it's going to take a lot more than a whole uh, herd of individual investors going in. And even if they put a million, two million, ten million 10 million each, whatever the case may be, you have these institutions that have access to capital. Your capital reserves is what allows you to sustain and keep going. You know, so is this rise up in GameStop going to last? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, you have to look at the fundamentals of these companies, too. You know, whether it be Virgin Galactic, uh, GameStop, uh, what was the other one? Uh, iRobot, National Beverage, um, Bed Bath & Beyond. Bed Bath & Beyond has been hitting the wall for I don't know how long. You know, I used to trade that way back when, all right, when it was tradable, you know. But the bottom line is, is that when you look at these situations, look at the fundamentals. If you are an individual investor, don't be one of those people that jump on board. You're on the bandwagon. You're going and you're going to get hurt. You're going to get burnt. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. You're, you're, if you're riding this wave and you don't know what's going on, you're going to get spanked. And you don't want that to happen. Be smart. Be smart. Okay. You know, if, I mean, if you got in there at some point, yeah, take your profits, take the money off the table, go on to something a little more stable. Um, you know, I think 
you know, let the buyer beware, I guess, you know, but if you have your advisors out there, you have your, your broker dealers out there, they have to be warning people that, hey, you know, you got to take it easy because you can easily go into a GameStop right now that's at whatever amount and you go all in, you think you're going to go higher, then all of a sudden, boom, the shorts come in again, boom, and you're down 50%. And then you're you're out of the game, especially if you're doing it on a margin. Ooh, that's dangerous. Now, what's 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 happening with the people that 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 are that are uh, selling uh, uh, options and things of that nature? You know, that that's another scenario. You know, because you get called on something. Ooh, well, how are you going to go and do it if you don't have the capital reserves to do it? So slippery slope here. I would say be careful, be vigilant, look at the fundamentals of these companies. Please do yourself that favor. Because if you don't do that, you're going, it's, it's going to come back at you in a, the most horrendous way. All right. And these, again, my opinions, my view, what's going to happen. You know, if I had to take a guess, I'm assuming that the SEC is going to, you know, launch an investigation, see what's going on. I'm going to assume that that they're going to look into Reddit and see how this happened, trace things back. You know, you had stock promotion sites that, that used to be really hot back in the day when they were promoting and pushing, pushing all these, all these penny stocks, these little companies. And you, even today you have, uh, I think, um, uh, I think Tether or whatever, whatever, whatever that, um, whatever that uh, messenger, uh, that platform's about, they're doing it there as well, you know, and that they're, they're utilizing these tools to go and reach the people and put together situations and basically, you know, think that you're smarter than the average bear. You're doing things on a, on a micro level. That's one thing. You go and you're playing with the big boys. You're going in another sandbox. So the institutions play a little differently. Uh, I I'm, I know that people made money, you know, institutions, individuals, they made money off the trade. That's okay. Don't get stuck in a trade. Don't get stuck in it. If you're looking at it as an investment for the long haul, you're, you're in the wrong game. Okay. Things like this, or it can be potentially dangerous. Anyway, I just wanted to go and lay that out there for you guys because I think it's important. Uh, I hear a lot of chatter on on, uh, on everywhere uh, about what's going on. And the bottom line is, you know, when I hear someone that is supposed to be such a, I don't know, so looked up to by the investment community, promoting or, or actually just, you know, saying that, hey, this is okay. But if, if, if the roles reverse and it was a short situation, it wouldn't be okay because at that point you wind up, you know, suppressing the stock. So, you know, where, where's the line drawn? You know, how are the investors being protected? Anyway, again, be, be vigilant, be aware, look at the fundamentals, be smart, period, the end. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in and we'll be back with you for the uh, next episode of Money Never Sleeps. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion.
His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez, its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.